Again, anyone willing to pay for photos of my feet, holla, holla at your girl. Anybody who's willing to pay a little bit less for photos of Jackie's feet, holla, holla at your boy. Welcome back to Show Me Yours with Jackie and Johnny. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Uh, subscribe, please, on YouTube Would if you're you? watching on there. Uh, give us a like, throw us a comment, share with your friends, follow us on Instagram, yeah. like us on Facebook, all that good stuff. You know what to do. You're just not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's up to us, Jackie. We're riders in the storm, right? We will nice. continue to move forward. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. right? We're going to continue to, you know, to keep paving the way, right, That's for everybody true. that wants a music yeah. podcast that is barely about music, right? Yeah, like we, yeah, exactly. We're, we're pioneers. And we, we definitely share their spirit. Yeah. Absolutely. The pioneer right? spirit. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. We've, we've been known to portage. We've been known to yep. traverse many. Yeah, yeah. Many dangerous a landscapes. Lot of traversing. And, uh, yeah. No, no raping and pillaging. Well, speak for yourself, Jackie. I've, I've been known to pillage a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, the 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 rapes yeah have always really eluded me. It's in my a hard conquest. line in the sand. It it, it is. I I it can is. I I'll I'll stand for pillaging. You stand for pillaging? It, sure, sure. Okay, we are for pillaging yeah. anti-rape. Exactly. I'm glad we've made that distinction. Fuck, we're only a couple minutes in. Okay. <laughs> had to go there huh all right yeah so uh so yeah you can tell what uh what album did you bring in today well jackie it's my distinct pleasure my honor mm -hmm. um it's we're talking about a band that should be everybody's favorite band they just mm -hmm. don't know about them yet okay for some reason i don't know why they've been around since the late 80s but okay. today we're listening to or talking about swinging utters 2011 album mm -hmm. here under protest nice absolutely i'm yeah. very excited about it and before we get into that, we'll uh, uh, cover some other topics. Yeah, what do you got? This one I didn't read the. I, I read the headline to it. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna. We're not gonna do we're that. We're not gonna one. go there. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, we're yeah. gonna do that's for the for the other. I'll for follow the other your lead one. here, yeah. Jax. I'll follow your lead. So we're talking about sugar daddies. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, this might be the second or third time that we've covered this, Jackie. And yeah. I mean, anybody. Anybody that, uh, you know, listeners of the show will remember that I was a little bit upset um, mm -hmm. that the last time that a, a, a gentleman had approached you to pay you, yes, you know, goods and for goods and services, some kind of exchange there, yes. I got really upset and almost like assuming that that was going to be the only opportunity that you were going to get. You thought wrong. Apparently I did. I have been approached once again uh by a man i forget what his name is we'll leave that out of it but basically well he only takes low angle <laughs> selfies of him holding wads of hundred dollar just bills. double chins and wads of yeah. hondos and i mean he only has about <laughs> six or seven posts but but it's all various photos of him holding wads of cash yeah yeah <laughs> it's pretty awesome yeah and first i didn't even see that he had messaged me at first because it went into like the the requests or yeah. whatever and so first we were just laughing at this at his profile because he followed me and I was like, look, get a load of this fella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty unreal. Yeah. It was pretty unreal, but Jackie, I wasn't just gonna let another whale slip through our fingers again mm -hmm. here, right? So when he had he reached out. Yes, mm -hmm. and I wasn't gonna let you just let this go. Yeah, here I'll pull up the message. Okay. So he reached out, basically saying, uh, "Are you interested?" in a do you need a reliable sugar daddy to help you financially without requiring any sexual activity fucking who doesn't yeah i mean i love that he brands himself as reliable mm -hmm. we love to see that we don't want a flaky sugar daddy too that often kinda, jackie have yeah. my sugar daddies just been like you know what i mean i'm Flaked. trying to yeah, they won't come to my baseball games, graduations, things like that. You yeah, know I mean, yeah, right? and yeah. Where's well, the sugar daddy when you need him? Exactly. Sugar daddy wasn't there. In the in the sugar daddy realm, mm -hmm. uh, you want someone reliable because you can't get into into business like like that with someone who's just gonna. 
No, Jackie, we need chicken fingers and Gucci bags, right? Exactly. Like, I think that's what's important here. Yeah, some of these new uh, vegan chicken tandies that are coming out that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. Uh, (laughs) So I responded uh, to this guy saying, uh, oh, fuck, where'd it go? Don't think you can afford me with a little... Little. You shot him a little winky face little, at him? A little. little winky. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which I think is the right thing to do, right? Because mm-hmm. what you're trying to do in this situation is attack a man's ego. Exactly. Right? Clearly, um, he's uh, concerned with his self-image. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how. Like, he obviously doesn't, um, like, take his physical appearance into that thing. He feels yeah. that if he could just, you know, cash a paycheck and show, like, $1,400 yeah. in his hand... And rolled up, you know, variously uh, what what they do. So it's a Donnie Brasco tactic, Jackie, okay. from um, like uh, like mob guys or whatever. Um, Al Pacino told um, Johnny Depp's character, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When you're holding your money or whatever, right? You always put the, you know, you always, you always put the C note on the outside, right? So I'm assuming that like if we went back and really looked at it, because this is all American bills, right? right? So it's very easy to distinguish yeah. Canadian um, stacks of cash. That is a, a good thing to know, because if he's paying me an American... That's even better. We're like I, we got to kind of keep this 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 whale on the on the line here. Right? Yeah, oh, like, I, I tr- I'm trying. We're trying to wheel him in. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, do you think that it's going to be a deal breaker for him when he realizes that we're kind of a package deal? Because uh, like, might if, have some questions. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> it's tables for two that he's you know that he's yeah, paying for. He's yeah, paying he's going to have to wine and dine. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, two can wine and dine. Yeah, but I think I I think I spooked him a bit because he has not responded. You know, and it's just classic. It's it's mm-hmm. this classic kind of uh, um, uh, persona that this guy wears. Right, yeah. he, he wears his mask every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, and trying to reach exactly. out to, to to young women to say like um he's. Just gonna give you my. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. what the what the play here is, right? Yeah, but like what what is what's in it for him? That's where red flag, sugar daddy saying they don't require sexual activity. What do you require then? What is in this for you? I don't know. It's because it's if it's like a some kind of um, you know, relationship in another like if you have to like sit and like listen to his problems, which exactly. you know if there's many of. Yeah, if it's right? another scenario no like that, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, right? Like we feet pics. Super into yeah, where are all these motherfuckers requesting yeah. all these feet pics? Right? right? Maybe I should post more more photos of my feet. You probably should. Yeah, that should just be my new my new feed. Mm, it's just mm-hmm. all feet. Absolutely. Feet. Feet. Well, a feet a feet feed. A feet feed, exactly. Well, I mean it could be like a feet fiesta too, right? Depending on you know the time of the year, right? And like you can yeah. get really festive with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. It could be like f- f- feet Navidad or something like that at a Christmas time. F- or something. Feet Navidad, you know, yeah, right? Like we're, we're just yeah. spitballing a couple back and forth here, right? Yeah. The I monster like mash, you could be like mashing like a like mashed potatoes with your feet pumpkin. in the shake of like a um, ooh yeah 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 cool. <laughs> with like all the pumpkin guts coming <laughs> in bec- in between the toes. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to David Tell special the other day, and oh, he has this joke. Uh, Oh, no, I don't know about it, but yeah, something about fucking a pumpkin and like, why was it smiling at me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. But so my other favorite thing about this guy's profile is the video he posted and the other videos he had on his highlights. Oh, I don't yeah. think we can, sh- we probably can't show it, but I feel like I can like play it and put it up to yeah, the mic because the audio well, is Can the you like part. maybe like say his like his ad or something like that? It's like say his handle so then maybe the, the viewers can go and, and, and look him up on their own. If they, yeah, if so like. it's uh, Steven, I'm going to have to spell this out. It's so Steven, Steven Die Dave 92882. So that's Steven spelled S T E V E N D Y E D A V E 92882. And so I encourage everyone to take a look for yourself because this profile really, it, it made my morning. It yeah, gave me the had, giggles. Has he had any posts since, um, since messaging you? No. When was he last active? His last post. Okay, when was he last active? Oh, sorry, sorry. So his last his last post. He was active three hours ago. Okay. His last post was two days ago. The one before that was six days ago. Then then the same day, six days ago. And then six days ago again. So oh, he's so new to Instagram. Okay, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So we're going to get some regular posts. Like We're going to watch... Um, 
him kind of build right yeah, and if anything yeah, that we yeah. can do He's as a podcast a like we could definitely you know help this guy out maybe get get in get slide into those dms people right like yeah. ask him what's up ask him maybe if he needs a sugar daddy like if he needs a sugar granddaddy yeah or something like that yeah he's following 828 people all of which are are young women you know it's so funny oh nice yeah i didn't get a follow or request right which i thought was kind of bullshit well it's funny because i so i posted the the screenshot of the chat on my instagram stories and two of my other uh friends uh girls my age were also added by him interesting yeah yeah okay but let me play the audio for this video because it's fucking hilarious i was yeah yeah. (laughs) so he's basically just so to describe what's happening he's just sitting there holding a wad of cash just flipping through it Mm -hmm. and this is as you do when you're balling (laughs) yeah exactly It's hell to be poor. Yeah, and for context, he's maybe poor. flicking twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, and then in the thing that I love is that, like, in all of these, he has hype men in the background of all of these. So, like, I guarantee that this guy, like, runs, like, a roofing company or something yeah. like that, right? So, like, the, the guys that he has, like, hyping him up, you know, he, he's breaking them off, like, a chunk of that stack, right? What? He's got that song, you stupid-ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you? Okay. Every day. Well, actually, Jack, I stand corrected because it sounds like he has like uh, you know some some liquid assets for sure. Like it sounds like he's he's definitely caked up. I mean, yeah. Look, he he bought some some some, some Cavassier. What is that? Oh, go back. It's the first. One oh, there, it's some yeah. Remy Martin, seventeen thirty-eight. I mean, that's that's that's, that's delicious stuff. I mean, it's um, kind of mid-grade liquor. I wouldn't well, say that's top shelf. No, but it's 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 a it's an acquired taste, right? It's big sure. in the black communities. Sure. They like a, they like a Remy Martin over there, like a Hennessy. yeah. Maybe this guy is big in black communities. <laughs> this is just this is. I my don't know. Favorite. He's big in any community just because he's a fat guy. This is my favorite. It's hell to be poor. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, absolutely it is, right? But you know what? Also, it's hell to be a fucking middle-aged 50-year-old fat guy that's messaging um, young Canadian women asking for... Which is fucking weird. Asking he's, he's, to he's give you money. Just to Poverty. Give you money, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's hell to be poor, right? But we are poor. And it's hell. You know, so like, how, what, how can we do to get out of this thing, right? Maybe I we don't could know. I took him up on his offer. Well, I was a bit cheeky with it. You were. So maybe he, maybe that's not what he's about. Yeah, he's yeah. probably like, you ungrateful bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, he's right? Like, like, has he seen my four, po- or has she seen my four posts? It's like, clearly, I clearly I'm have at least one big wad of cash mm-hmm. to take photos with. <laughs> that's going to be awesome because, like, if he's only been posting for like two weeks and that's just like, um, you know, say he sold a, a, mm-hmm. a, a vehicle or maybe he got like a, some kind of, uh, settlement from uh, I don't know whatever factory he worked at and busted his fucking knee or something like that, right? Yeah, like I'm yeah. trying to think that like his pro- his life has probably just been hell for the past like yeah. you know few years or whatever, right? So the the insurance company finally paid out, mm-hmm. right? So now he's got this stack of cash, but those hype men in the back, what you don't see when the f- camera is off, mm-hmm. they're going like, dude, let's get some coke. Yeah. So that yeah. stack is gonna diminish. Totally. very fast right I so when it's hell to be poor i can't wait until he's like back at the bottom again and he's like sold his truck <laughs> the only thing that he has is a wi-fi connection yeah right like that's gonna be awesome and then at that point we should reach out to him totally and say hey do you need some cash I nothing do, sexual i love like <laughs> before like for for uh uh drug users i i hear you have to take out cash before I've heard that. before it, I've yeah heard that. i love the idea of having the cash on you that you're about to spend on drugs and just being like poverty just before yeah hell to be poor <laughs> <laughs> i would love if it's like yeah like you're a couple hits away from like yeah. you know what i mean like the crack really taking over yeah <laughs> right you're sitting there and you just be like man i totally got this 
addiction like covered, right? Finally, I have like enough money yeah. that I can pay the rent. <laughs> I got my addiction totally taken care of. Yeah, I'll take two more grams, please. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? And then we'll just keep kind of snowballing this stuff. You know what I mean? We're on the hustle. We're on the grind. <laughs> we're going to do nothing. But yeah, no, I'll take two more grams. And then we'll just keep this fucking thing rolling forward, right? <laughs> yeah. Two more, please. And then you just fucking sit there just smoking boulders. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is about old fat white guys, but yeah. they can fucking burn. I, I don't know. I mean... I've mm. never, I, from what I heard, so, right? So, so I've, oh, there's so a I've fat heard. crackhead from uh, my hometown uh-huh. that was actually just stabbed to death uh, in front of a 7 Eleven. Damn. Yeah. Fat um, crackhead. Yeah, well, he was fat when I knew him back in the day. Right. I assume that, like, if you smoke crack for that long, you then probably, like, I think you drew, you, you, drew, you, draw, I you think drop yeah, some pounds. You trim right? out a bit. Yeah, yeah. You as think it goes so. with the lifestyle. Yeah, but I don't know. He was a friend of a friend of mine, so I don't want to speak ill of the dead and shit like that, but it's yeah, getting crazy in my hometown right now. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard. Yeah, so hopefully that guy's crack addiction doesn't turn into getting stabbed in front of a 7-Eleven but I no, mean I wish him well yeah you I was keen to take him up on his business oh, for sure. offer he doesn't seem to be interested with my little quips yeah so uh, <laughs> he wants somebody a little bit more like submissive right yeah he, he wants some, you know a he gal that isn't going to speak like, her mind you yeah know? he definitely looks like he's he wants a uh, submission yeah he doesn't uh, look like he gives a fuck about what you have to say yeah yeah or wants to hear <laughs> yeah no he has his, what do you he think has he his would, hype man you would in think the about your uh you like you're just you, your stance uh, on like um just politics in the world in general your vegan outlook on life and shit like that like do you think that guy wants to hear any fucking thing that comes out of your mouth for more than five think, minutes? I don't think he would care for me that he much. He w- has to, to want to see your butthole then, right? Exactly. That's okay. it, it all comes back to, to that. If you are propositioning uh, a lady uh, to be their sugar daddy and you specify that uh, you don't require anything sexual. A lady, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a lady. I'm just saying Jackie, like, this is why we're not getting fucking <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get your shit together, kid. Hey, I'm still getting the offers rolling in. <laughs> Are you saying that I'm not putting work in out here? Jackie, I'm in these streets every night. Like I'm for sale, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but that is a red flag. Yeah. To for to be like, hey, I'm a sugar daddy, but don't worry, I don't require anything sexual yet. It's a bald faced lie. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Exactly. They're gonna try and groom you. That's what he's Well, okay, well, hold on, but like he might be genuinely clouded in his way of thinking because maybe what he needs from you to fulfill his sexual needs mm-hmm. might not be what you consider to be sexual. Okay. Right? So mm-hmm. say um, he gets off when a girl, a, a, a specifically Canadian girl, right? Mm-hmm. Because this guy's clearly from the States, or at least yeah. he gets paid in American dollars. Right. Um, and he's been reaching out to your friends who are, you know, Western Canadian girls, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe he's like, can only get off if like a girl from the West Coast of Canada maybe puts on like an entire snowsuit and slip and slides um, through like a mountain of poutine, I'm super Do you know what I mean? That. Right? Like, that sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, that for sounds one. like a good but time. But it's incredibly specific. It is. And just because um, that's what he needs to fulfill his sexual desires, for yeah. him to say that it's nothing sexual for you, I think is... is it could be sexual for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a bit of a lie, right? Yeah, it's a bit of... And, you know, once you're in that territory, then things would presumably progress. The natural progression from Poutine slip and slide is open butthole pictures. Like exactly. it's there's there's maybe like one or two levels in between there, mm-hmm. right? But that's up to science to decide, right? Yeah, that's up for the suits in Ottawa. I don't know how it would feel. I mean, like in theory, I'm like, yeah, I would do, like, if you're gonna pay me ridiculous amounts of money to do shit that isn't like sexual, but you're getting off, that's still a bit degrading. Like, would you, uh, like, I don't know, um. Like, take an entire jar of mustard and just, like, hard squeeze it into your face until, like, the duration of it, right? While you're maybe, like, reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean... It has to be weirdly specific, right? Yeah. Again, like, on the the surface, I'm like, yeah, that's easy enough, but actually doing it would feel a bit weird. Yeah. It would feel, like I said, a bit degrading. Totally. Yeah, it would make me think twice about my own self-worth. You got to want it, right? You got to yeah. and I think that that goes even for the person that's paying for it too, right? Unless he's into you not 
wanting it, which is like another level of, of depravity here. But, yeah. you know, like, um, are you familiar with cake farts, Jackie? No. Okay, so um, there's uh, on, on the internet, on mm-hmm. the Google, if you Google cake farts, okay. there's a girl who made videos um, where she has a cake. Mm-hmm. She farts into it. And she kind of sits down all sultry and slow mm-hmm. onto it and then farts and then the icing bubbles out. It's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, so um, <laughs> check it out. I mean, Google this. It's, my friend Shelby showed me that shit like maybe 10, 15 years ago, and it's still the funniest thing. You know, it's no, so hilarious. funny that you can't even laugh anymore. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's the funniest thing that you're ever going to see, probably for years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like that girl is super into it, and I feel like that's her own, you know, um, intellectual exactly. property. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So she's going to go on, right? I don't think that. Uh, you know, there, there's probably like many, uh, many imposters, many people trying to you yeah, know, get on the cake for a train. It's not like the, the weird like act that is degrading. If you're like, uh, if you're a cake fart girl yeah. and that makes you feel good about yourself and that's like an empowering thing. Totally. People, you know, are paying you for cake fart hopefully. videos, whatever. I don't know. Hopefully she does it like for the stuff. love. Well, yeah, hopefully yeah. But, I, there, but like, I, also, I, never, I never wanted to make but a But I also hope this. that she monetized it. Well, for her sake, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure if like I've seen it, then it probably has millions exactly. of views the world around. And so yeah. it's not the act itself; it's just why you're doing it. And I feel sure. like it would. I don't. I just don't know if I could ever bring myself to get into that zone where I'm like doing something for this like strange man, so he pays me, even if it's not sexual, like for me, even if it's like. I totally, know, yeah, no, I'm, I, I can feel that. And whatever, it's super like it weird, would be. Yeah. It is a, it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird. Okay. It would, it would, it would kind of make me feel a bit, a bit gross. I was just busting myself. your balls, like I don't think, like I'm not gonna think any less of you, <laughs> right, for, <laughs> yeah. for not doing it. <laughs> I mean, like, but it's tantalizing, right? Like that's why, like, legitimately, like I would think about fee picks. We live in like a gig-based economy world mm-hmm. now, Jackie. Right, like some like you could just do DoorDash or mm-hmm. you know Uber Eats, drive for you know any of these things, right? Like there's in the gig-based economy. I feel like if you separated um, like the sex from the service, mm-hmm. right, then maybe it might be some kind of like viable option for some like income, right? A side yeah. hustle, if you will. Well, you that's know? why I like the idea of fi- fee picks because I don't actually have to do anything. You're not seeing me. I'm just sending you photos of my feet. Like that's like I'm not actually having to do anything that's sure. like kind of weird and like yeah. kind of like specific in like that way. Like sending socks or something like that. Do you exactly. think it'd be a little bit more personal? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Again, anyone willing to pay for photos of my feet, holla, holla at your girl. Anybody who's willing to pay a little bit less for photos of Jackie's feet, holla, holla <laughs> at your boy. I will cut out the motherfucking. Oh, I guess I'll be the middleman, but you know what I mean. Let's just say, Jackie, I'm trying to get paid out here too. It's yeah. hard out here for a pimp, you know. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take note if I, suddenly I notice you walking around, just camera, camera down low, just trying to take photos of the feet. <laughs> Jackie, if you think that I don't have photo albums. <laughs> Stretched back, maybe dating like three to four years or whatever. I've, I've posted maybe fifteen hundred Jackie feet photos on my phone as we speak, right? Like so. At first, it was just like a passion project, but now I've realized that I can monetize. So yeah, yeah. I'm just there saying, you go. That, that's, that works for me too, because then I wouldn't even have to do anything. If you get at me, I'll just dip into your art. Jackie, I've already done the work here. What makes you yeah. think you're getting a cut of your own feet pics? <laughs> Fuck, man. My feet. Oh, you know. My little tootsies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to treat your feet pics like uh, Motown treated its artists. <laughs> you aren't going to get a cut of this, kid. I yeah, swear to yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, You own, you own the I own it the now, content. right? You're, you were, you, it, was a, it was a gig kind of, a, you know, it was gig-based economy at that point. I right? guess you're, so. You could be like a session musician. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you ever see the World Class Wrecking Crew? No. Oh, oh, it's a cool yes. documentary. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Like those, yeah, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. gig uh, musicians that would just come yeah, into yeah. Motown and, and just fucking slay it out. And that girl's yeah. like um, the lady bass player there who's like laid mm-hmm. down the bass lines of like, mm-hmm. you know, 50 of the most memorable bass lines of all time. Yeah. Oh, it's a great documentary. There's also another one on Netflix too, uh, Muscle Shoals. That's about that studio and like sort of there. It doesn't focus as much on the 
on the studio band, cool. but they are a part of it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, cool, check, uh, yeah check out your Motown, do your Motown history, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, that one is more like Southern rock. Uh, oh, okay. But a lot of, yeah, a lot of uh, monumental albums recorded Absolutely. there. Well, fuck, speaking of rock and roll, should we sort of transition a little bit Yeah, yeah, we can transition. Jackie, Swing and Utters mm-hmm. are the best band. Okay. I say that a lot. You do. To, I, um... But it, you mean it every time. I, I do mean it every yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah. Because for whatever reason, like when I found this band, I was like, that's exactly what I need right now. Mm-hmm. Right there. Um, it's like straightforward, kind of like a like street punk philosophy. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the time, too, they can like mellow out a little bit. Um, they have so many good fucking songs ranging from mm-hmm. like uh, any kind of topic from like Pills and Smoke and their earlier stuff of Five Lessons Learned. And then to like, um, you know, kind of like almost like Love Loss or like... Um, love songs about loss and kind of like you know desolation mm-hmm. and things like that right it's the the songs of the street kid um done to like almost like a like a really angry like almost like folky country kind okay. of vibe or something like right, really flipping right. it on its head or whatever right like what do you think like when i gave you this album is um like one of the best punk albums and stuff like it doesn't hit as hard as like the other stuff that i've definitely given you right yeah no i really really liked it i thought it was very um very accessible yeah and everybody Uh, will too yeah (laughs) yeah no actually i thought it was great i really enjoyed it i listened to it many times hell yeah today yeah yeah no i i liked it a lot well you're gonna be like i mean if you dig this album and like the reason i chose this one just because like um i'm a sucker for good titles Mm -hmm. and when uh band of this nature that starts in like the late 80s they put out albums all the way up until i think about 2001 yeah maybe 2003 and then take um like a height of like seven or eight years or something like that and until this comes out here under mm-hmm. protest in 2011 and when you come back and you're like uh, i don't know here there's something tongue-in-cheek about that title that is yeah you know pretty fucking cool and for i like the comma exactly yeah like you know a perfectly placed comma ladies and gentlemen makes all the difference fucking when you text us punctuate motherfucker exactly sorry none of these run-on sentences except sometimes for the purpose of comedy run-on sentences it's funnier if you don't have any punctuation yeah i text you with like very little punctuation (laughs) 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 it's true Um, but there's something about this band that i think kind of ages like uh like a fine wine and Mm. the earlier days like yeah it's a lot harder faster kind of a little bit more straight um, forward songs Mm -hmm. where they didn't really get away from like the song structure and the writing style but i think like the band just gets a little bit older right and they've done so much more Mm -hmm. because collectively like swinging outers is um i mean there's maybe been like 10 or 12 members of this band over the course of like um, 30 years or something so with the members in this band, like um, John Bonnell has like the Filthy Thieving Bastards, mm-hmm. Jack Del Rimple, um, who's like one of the later guitarists that came in later. He's in Toys That Kill and Dead to Me and like multiple fucking bands. Um, Spike Slauson, mm-hmm. the bass player from this, is the guy for me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Okay. Yeah, so like oh, he leaves Swing and Utters and nice. is in like the biggest show tune band of all fucking right. time okay. or whatever, right? Fun. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? So there's so much. Um, like if 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 swing and utters is like the like the nucleus or whatever, mm-hmm. then like all those people have gone out and like branched off and made like so much good music under so many bands. And I think yeah. I only touched the surface of them. There's probably like you know ten or twelve other like you know right. side projects or whatever right, that each member course. has yeah, yeah. has done. Right, all of them great. But um, for anybody listening, definitely, I would say, yeah, toys or. Go dead to me and filthy thieving bastards, and I mean mm-hmm. obviously me first in the gimme gimmies, and then you'll see like how, like wide and varied the musical styling can be, and then when yeah. they come back to actually make the record, mm-hmm. it's still so core swing and utters. Yeah, you know, but the sound is still like is still them. Right? It is consistent, but one of the things that I noted was that it's it is like a very a varied sound throughout the Absolutely. throughout the record. Like it all obviously all sounds like the same band, but yeah. the songs. Uh, like they are the, all the songs sound different from each other, you Definitely. know, whereas like with some uh, some punk bands, they they kind of all blend together. Yep. But these yep. songs are all like very distinct. I think when you have like uh, two main songwriters um, and Spike, I uh, wrote uh, Give It to the Band, mm-hmm. which is like give it all to the man. I love yeah. that song or whatever. But like, yeah. I mean, the lyric sheet on it is maybe only like four or five lines mm-hmm. or something like that. The majority of this record is written by um, uh, Johnny Bonnell and um uh darius kolsky mm-hmm. and like darius has a lot of like um he has the higher pitch voice and he can kind of like um 
you know, lighten up the sound or whatever, where Johnny has like the, you know, like the, the deeper, heavier voice. And when like Bad Religion does it, I think that, well, they have like Brett Gerwitz and, um, and Greg Raffin, when they're both writing the songs, mm-hmm. it's still Bad Religion because Greg yeah. is still singing. Yeah, yeah. Right? So like then you have like the Lawrence Arms or Dillinger 4 or what, like these like, kind of the newer crop of bands where mm-hmm. they, um, they definitely split the writing Right. Up between the band, but they also take turns singing, right? So when you have these bands with multiple um, like frontmen, yeah, for whatever yeah. reason, I latch onto it. So I rancid one of my favorite bands as well, yeah, right? And yeah. there's just like the record can um, can peak and valley in a lot of different ways, I yeah. think, right? Rather than um, if you're listening to like um, I love No Effects, but it's really hard to distinguish. You know, yeah, d- yeah, exactly, other. right? So it's um, yeah, you, you do I mean, get a, a a lot more of like a varied. It's it's a, yeah, there's more w- toppings on the pizza here. Well, I think uh, and that is a very very common criticism of the Chili Peppers is that all their songs sound oh the same. Oh my god, yeah. Um I think yeah, you can track like that progression of that band and the sound more than you can like distinguish the different stuff on the record. Yeah, that's you know I mean? and like, it's totally I think by fair. the years you can like yeah. for me anyway, like you can yeah. definitely see like oh this was like the more funky stuff and this is the more like accessible and then like now they're or whatever yeah. they found their sound kind of thing. Yeah, and it's totally fair because he because uh, Anthony Kiedis has a very distinctive voice. Oh, yeah. And so it's it's easy to say they all sound the same, but then like once you get to know the band better, then you hear like the nuances and stuff. Yeah. You hear mm-hmm. when they like switch over. Um but but yeah, like I I get if there's like one person that's always going to be the the front man, then there is a tendency. Totally. Same with uh, the Lumineers. I remember I used to think all Do we like of their Lumineers? songs. I don't, I've never listened to them. Well, so I used to think that all of their songs sounded. Pig in here, it is hot. It is hot. We're we on the Vancouver the heat wave, ladies and gentlemen. We can turn on the fan. I don't you think, think it's going to mess with the audio. I th- I don't think so. I think these will be these Let's will give be it a fine. Shot. Yeah, yeah yeah. Turn or turn on. Okay. Turn on. Yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, that's much Worth better. It. Yeah, that's. I don't much give better. a shit if that fucks with the audio a little no, bit. No, because I feel I'm like we've had a now. like we definitely have like uh, sound in the background often, but like we don't like the mm-hmm. mics don't pick it up. We have a shout out to Dustin Gilchrist. You messaged us like we have a much better angle, much crisper look and stuff. So now I'm all self conscious because I'm fucking sweating on hey, camera and they can see it. He re- he responded to my to my story the yesterday. With oh, we love we love DG. What, with the, One of the with biggest supporters sugar, of the with show. Sugar Daddy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Big. Yeah. Uh, yeah 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 shout out mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah i think uh and when it when there is one person singing all the songs there's a tendency oh yeah lumineers that's where i was at yeah. um yeah again like i used to think all their fucking songs sound the same mm-hmm. like whatever yeah but i saw them live they opened for tom petty and i was like holy fuck like they're really good and now that i'm like now that i got more into the band now i can see the nuances and i'm like they're none of the yeah. songs sound the same but it depends on how well okay. you know the band you know i think that my dad saw those guys at the um at stanley park at the bowl there and they had some kind of um i think he saw a couple of their shows one of them was like i was blown away by the musicianship and, and the and the band themselves they or something incredible. but i think they <laughs> they asked the crowd to not smoke weed or something because it was like fucking with his vocals or something and oh, vancouver really? was like go fuck yourself yeah oh. i i I don't yeah. want to speak out of turn. I think that might have been them. I'll confirm on a later episode, but yeah. yeah. I always thought that was a funny story, though. That is funny. They were they were incredible live mm-hmm. when I, I've only seen them the one time. Uh, but yeah, they, they mm-hmm. turned me into a fan. Yeah. Because I was even like, ah, we don't have to go see it. We don't have to see the opener. But like, you know, my, my dad and, and Kelly and stuff, like they wanted to see the whole concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we would saw them. We're like, holy fuck, they were Sometimes good. it's worth doing it. Yeah. I went to a Foo Fighters show and I saw Cage the Elephant and I don't know like what they've I done like since the then. Elephant. But yeah. that first album, like it was like some fucking mm-hmm. young like yeah, I don't know Iggy Pop looking kid or whatever. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean like I that being said, like any punk show that you go to, there's mm-hmm. so much, especially like young local talent. We're yeah. gonna have again. I don't know when this one's gonna come out. We have a, bu- a couple episodes in the bank. It'll be but a few weeks from now. Well, but, uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, we got we got some local talent coming up. That Our I'm, first I'm, musician. Yeah, really stoked. Really yeah. stoked about that. That's gonna be the yeah. gonna open the floodgates to many more. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, but no. But even speaking live, like this band, if you're gonna get a chance to see Swing and Others live, you're gonna get like the best kind of like rock and roll experience that you're going to have because mm-hmm. Johnny Bono just punches himself in the face for half an hour and just like, yeah. like they really fucking go for it. And I mean, at the age that they are now, I, 
So I go all the way down to this festival. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a few years ago, I think 2015. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, called It's Not Dead Fest in um, San Bernardino, California. So I fly down to see some friends in San Francisco. We hang out for a little bit. We drive down to L.A. to pick up some more friends. And then like two or three hours like east to um, San Bernardino to this festival, right? Right. And we camp the night before. It's the hottest fucking day that I've ever seen. Even in the midst of a Vancouver heat wave, Jackie, yeah. the heat is unbearable. I yeah. took my foot out of my shoe and I put it on the concrete and I lifted it up just to see like the sweat mark there. Ugh, and it yeah. evaporated in like five seconds. Ugh. Like it was intense. Yeah. So this kid that um, was, was like a friend of a friend. I don't know what we're going to call him, but everybody knows who I'm talking about uh-huh. that was at this um, that was at the show. And he was a nice enough guy. He just gets a little too much. He gets a little too into it, right? Mm-hmm. So he drinks like a bottle of Jim Beam before we even get to the festival, like before Oof. the gates even open. Oof. And he falls down. Like, he, you could just... I'm watching his eyes, and he just, like, loses consciousness, and he just fucking eats it. Yeah. So at this point... Nathan, this uh, a friend who was who was in the group at the time, and he just looks and he's like, "Oh, it's cool. Me and Johnny will take him back." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, I came here like I, we've all traveled a while to get to the show, but yeah. I came significantly more far." Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking leave to take care of this this nutsack. But he, you know, so he he said it's so like whatever. Okay, so mm-hmm. we did right. We get back there, and it was just so much shit happened basically that you know we kind of left him. Uh, defend for himself, I guess. They hear some water and some shade. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you went too hard too early, kid, right? So we go back into um, into the show, and there was maybe a group of six or seven of us, and it took mm-hmm. us so long to, you know, to travel there and, and whatever to just to party together for the day. Mm-hmm. That and is a good lesson for the kids. Pace yourself. It is a marathon, ladies and gentlemen. It's not, not a sprint. Yeah, don't fucking go hard when no. you're preying for something. Yeah, just like, have a couple, like, exactly. relax, right? Yeah, anyways, continue the story. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, we get in there, and I think the first band is on, I don't know if it's like Anti-Flag or Real Big Fish or somebody, right? There's, there's so many bands there, and I've seen a lot of punk bands that I love, right? I think, like, Gorilla Biscuits and Swing and Udders were mm-hmm. two of the bands that I've never seen before that I was really excited to check out. And at one point, like right at the beginning of the of the day, we all look and like, should we get some beers? And a couple of buddies were like, yeah, we, we'll get we'll get enough beers for the gang. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see these motherfuckers for the entire day, Jackie. Yeah. Like the whole thing, <laughs> it's it's just me. Like and I made a lot of friends. Like I'm okay on my own at, yeah. a, at a festival or whatever, right? But I'm like, god damn, you know, you think you're gonna run into him at some point, but this yeah. place fills up thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And every band from like No Effects, Bad Religion, Descendants, like any punk band that you want to see, like, you mm-hmm. know, throw a fucking dart and you'll hit them, right? Yeah. So by the end of the evening, um, the sun is kind of going down. I just found some shade and Swing and Utters are on like not the main stage, it's on like the side stage. And it was awesome because if you look at the main stage, they had like this giant turntable on the stage. So when the, the band's last song like rings mm-hmm. out, yeah. it'll be like... All right, everybody, we're anti-flag from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We'll see you later. And then the stage starts to turn around, and then it's like, we're Pennywise from Hermosa Beach, California. Bah! And you're like, oh, holy awesome. fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, nuts, cool. right? Yeah, so yeah. the entire day, there was just like, it was just band after band, and like not a lot of downtime. Yeah. And after I kind of got out of the main like pit area, and I got to some of the side stages, I looked down, and it was like this entire dust bowl, because it's like the hottest day of the year like any day that i've ever fucking yeah, experienced yeah, right yeah. and people have just taken their shirts off and wrapped them around their mouths and they're still like moshing through this and it's just like dust has oh, picked up right yeah. it was fucking gnarly and i just got to watch swing and utters and i was just like in the shade and it was yeah. just like a moment of peace nice. for for a second and i was like oh my god this is the best band and then like after like three years later i got to see them like again and again and again mm-hmm. and they just never fucking disappoint nice. i absolutely love this band but i did run into my man gee uh-huh. I hope he goes to punk rock bowling. He's a guitar player for Vice Minded. You can't see them, but that's the thing up there. Yeah. And Pennywise is like headlining the show at the end of the day. And uh, we're just like in the pit. And we just like yeah. ran into each other. Nice. Like, hey, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was kind of cool. So, like, I found like one out of like 10 people that we went down there with by the end of the day. Yeah, I've had a moment like that when we were, I was probably 20, 20, 21. I was in the summer when I was at university, but I would come home for the summer and me and Maddie and one of our other friends at the time, I won't say her name because we're not really friends anymore. Fuck that bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, oh, Hot take. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyways, we went to this um, this concert and this was kind of when I was just getting to know this this other girl and we were, you know, doing... Doing this was during the time we were doing MDMA heavily. Okay, and yeah, so yeah. we went to this concert. YG, 
He's like one of those new rappers. Oh, I'm one familiar of those, with YG. Yeah, yeah a gangster from what I from what I gather. Apparently, that's what they so say. So he was playing Some at blood a, shit or something. I can't remember. Yeah, he was playing. A lot at of a, red on the stage, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing at a club in Victoria. So okay. Small venue. Yeah. Uh, and we go, you know. Dropped some MDMA fucking rolling do. at the show. Yeah. And we fucking lost. During those times, we would go to the club and just fucking lose each other. Uh, but me and Maddie stuck together, but we lost our, our other friend the whole fucking night. We had no idea where the where fuck Where the fuck was. is Janet? Yeah, we're like, where? Like, this is this is a small club in Victoria. Uh, and we're like, we even, like, why are we even at YG right now? Like, this is so weird. Uh couldn't find her the whole fucking concert but we were i mean we were having a good time yeah we were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were happy rolling is and rolling, uh yeah but then <laughs> the concert ends he leaves the stage and the dj comes on and starts like playing other music and the stage is still cleared and then all of a sudden our other friend just like is just comes onto stage and she's just dancing around and we're like but is she she was like the fuck the encore for okay me. <laughs> okay and that, that's Hell how we yeah, found girl. her we were like standing at the stage like hey like hey <laughs> like, where the fuck have you been <laughs> she like pulls us up on stage and so like, we i just all, sucked like, all these guys dicks back <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> and we all, so we were all yeah we we became the encore for yg to everyone's chagrin oh, <laughs> at yeah. the club that evening <laughs> just fucking Something dancing like a, around yeah. just twerking as that skinny we white talk. girl twerk just, yeah. a, just a little bit of meat moving on yeah. each side like, a little jiggle almost like a shiver if you will yeah <laughs> yeah it would literally yeah it would just be us with like our hand like our feet and hands planted on the ground and then just like moving moving our butts. just moving butt just moving Mo butt there's no <laughs> technique to it <laughs> that's awesome i don't know i can't say it. like i my butt doesn't shake at all like i don't even really have a butt like the two little cutlets that i'm sitting on or it's like not really yeah. like enough to actually like move I mean, around at in this a sexy time, way i didn't at all this is when i was like fucking 90 pounds like i had no ass but i didn't let that hold me back no no as you shouldn't Jax. as you fucking shouldn't <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had an opportunity to shake ass like that. I was talking to Bobby outside a show the other day, and he mm -hmm. said he won a male strip competition. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he'll be on the show one day. We'll get him to. We'll yeah, get him yeah, to say yeah, that. We'll but I thought that was yeah. that was fucking kind of cool. Yeah, it is a little fun just to shake it around sometimes. Sometimes you got to do it. Yeah. Send us your stories of shaking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, fuck. We used to lose each other at fucking clubs and concerts all the time. I feel like now I would like. I would panic a bit. If I lost the person I came oh, really? to a concert with, I'd be like, okay, I'm going home. I always get like, I'll, I'm always kind of like, ah, fuck. Because yeah. I usually brought somebody to the show and it's mm -hmm. not like their thing or whatever, right? right? Yeah. So I kind of, well, you see me in public, right? Like if I, you know, mm -hmm. run into somebody, I, I get two in the moment and I'll, ah, and I just yeah. kind of like, like a kid in a candy store and I'll just like start running around, right? Yeah. And then, well, you've been there, right? And then I'll, I'll come to... Mm -hmm. At the end of the show, and turn around and realize you've been stranded <laughs> atop a half pipe for the for the yeah. entire duration of the show. <laughs> Shout out to off with their heads. That was an awesome show, but yeah, that wasn't know. that wasn't too bad. Though, yeah, exactly. Right? But yeah. had you not had like a place of refuge to actually like hang out, and yeah, you were just yeah. kind of like lost in the muck of you know fucking six foot tall guys with beards. Yeah, you know, at a punk show or whatever. Like you, you're just your body and your stature you can get lost in that crowd pretty quick and that's that's yeah. not fun you know it's what i mean not, yeah that's yeah. not cool for like getting lost for you or that. for me that you know that it brought you there right just because like i should know that if i'm gonna be that excited then i should probably go alone or with people mm -hmm. that are you know kind of like more wanting to go to that thing i'm not like uh i'm not the best host <laughs> 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 i think when it comes to that kind of shit <laughs> i always want to like um i always want to share that experience with everybody and stuff right but at the end of the day it's like it's your experience. Get in there. I'll see yeah, you later or something yeah, like that, which yeah, is shitty, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> That's just something that I got to work on with me, right? But, yeah. I mean, no rush. Yeah. <laughs> it's a process. It really is a process. You know what I mean? And, like, a, like a process for... I, I just... I, I can't stop speaking about the fact of how much better this band gets over time. Cause yeah. Because after... I mean, a seven or eight year hiatus to put out here under protest. They do one more. And I think one more in between. And then Fistful of Hollow comes out, I think, in like 2000. 
fucking 17 or 18, which is like, in my opinion, is one of their best records. Mm -hmm. They just put out Peace and Love right before the pandemic and all that stuff. So if you need, you know, some some positive utters, Mm -hmm. you know, go that route, right? Positive positive uds. Positive uds, it's uh, (laughs) It's it's so awesome because like them, um, like the Lawrence Arms, Dylan Drafour posted that they were talking about writing an album. So that means we'll get it in four years, right? Which is cool. But like the with bands like that for whatever reason i think that a lot of it um stems from the fact that they collaborate mm-hmm. i think uh, much more openly than a lot of other bands do i think like um and i don't want to shit on no effects because i love that band but they put out um something recently where it's like it's it's whatever mike is feeling right mm-hmm. so if mike is writing a record that is going to be you know, like a little bit heavier than the record is going right. to be a little bit heavier, right? So yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, yeah. It's, and um, I think when you have more heads at the table that are also at the point now where mm-hmm. they've cemented themselves as a band, they know what they're doing and stuff, and when, um, you know, it, it, it opens you up, like then you can go from, like in the Lawrence Arms um, a thing, we're definitely going to do one of those fucking records very soon, but if you go from like Oh Calcutta to um like metropole the skeleton coast mm-hmm. like those three albums and if you track the swing and utters over those last three albums you yeah. know what I mean? you can see that they're like distinctly different from each other but as soon as you put it on you know that that's this band that's this band, you know what i mean so distinctly their sound but just like um kind of have the the balls to veer off a little bit but yeah. also know who you are so much that like you're still grounded and, like that's the core of your band as well right fucking fascinating to me yeah yeah, yeah. so like some bands can either fall off or get just like whatever same with rancid my one of my favorite bands right yeah. like they haven't really done anything to push the envelope further than they mm-hmm. did like past their you know their their albums like the early you know like early 90s early 2000s right mm-hmm. so i'm really it's it's cool because like they these bands kind of open the door mm-hmm. like rancid no effects open the door for you know what i mean like swing and all these other bands or whatever yeah. right but like the torch has now been like passed and i'm not really looking for any new music um, or I'm not as excited about new music than I am when it's a f- like a few specific bands because like mm-hmm. just if you track like the um, the trajectory over the course of like maybe the past 10 years, yeah. they're doing nothing but getting better, right? I can't wait to see what kind of comes next. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same as I was saying uh, when we were with Maddie talking about By The Ways that I'm yeah. so excited to see what's next because... Oh, you got to be stoked. Yeah, because right? and like, a, yeah, I- again, like they change, they've changed their sound. They've progressed and have evolved like incredibly like if you listen to their first album compared to their last album it's night and fucking day yeah it's completely different and like within that they have gone around a lot depending on who is in the band totally yeah Yeah. and so um yeah no it's exciting to see uh when you have a love for the band you kind of love the music no matter what it is like there'll be albums are like yeah it's not my favorite but you still love to hear it because you love like the I listen to music like music like I watch Martin Scorsese movies. Yeah, it's the same story, but I love it. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like, I don't tell me that Casino and the Irishman and whatever is all the same shit because like yeah. I don't care. I'm aware, but once you find like a great way to tell a story, like yeah. Martin Scorsese has, with a little bit of flashback and a little bit of voiceover, yeah, that's the fucking way he does it. And like, I don't care if it's The Departed or Goodfellas or whatever, right? Like, it's yeah. still the same structure, but it's I still like to see it, right? So regard, so I know that like the mm-hmm. next you know rancid album isn't gonna like blow the doors yeah. off or like reinvent them like reinvent the genre like they did or like reinvent themselves as a band but mm-hmm. i'm still excited that they're gonna do the thing right yeah i mean that's why like i love uh, uh david lynch and you could say i mean none of his movies are really the same but it's all kind of like the same vibe like the same vibe for weirdness, sure but yeah, yeah. once you kind of like get like tuned into like his language and mm-hmm. his like the weird like the way that i watch david lynch movies is like it's the logic of a dream where it's like things will connect that like you don't really understand you'll yeah, go from yeah, one thing to saying. another yeah. that doesn't logically make sense but if you kind of let go of reality and like you can see the connection, you know, in sort of like a w- on a different plane. Well, it's almost like an experience, more of like a story. You know what I mean? In that yeah, sense, like it is. But, but I like love you, it. You yeah. have to. You know, you you can't really judge it until you get to the end and think about it and kind of take it all in as one piece. For yeah, me anyway, you have like to. Like you have, have to put your mind into a different yeah. space when you watch it. But I love it all so much, and like I know when a new David Lynch project comes out, I know what I'm getting. But I, and I know I'm gonna love it no yeah. matter what. Yeah. 
yeah. because like I love like his mind and the totally. way that it works. Totally. Yeah. I a lot of people shit on a lot of filmmakers because like this was um, too much whatever for them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, well, it's the same thing like Scorsese or like um, I am comfortable with like the Coen brothers, even if it's not. Like, if you could do, like, Fargo or Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Or, like, Inside Lewin Davis or whatever, right? Like, yeah. if you have those three movies over, like, their course are v- so very different. But yeah. the there's, like, the, the things that still apply there are the reasons that I yeah. like those movies. Strong characters, strong dialogue, you know what I mean, right? So all that stuff will still kind of sit there. Same thing with, like, um uh, like with Wes Anderson. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I love his. Yeah. I, I love the the mind. I love the visuals. I know and, it's going to be kind of strong the same character. Thing, exactly. But I know I'm going to love it. I know it's going to be hilarious. Totally. I yeah. know that it's going to be pleasing to the eye. Yeah. To watch. Yeah, definitely. And whether it's yeah. like um like Life Aquatic or Ten and Bombs or like um yeah. I'd say like Moonrise Kingdom or something like that or or mm-hmm. you know whatever you want to put in there. Grand Fantastic Budapest Hotel Mr. is Fox. one of the funnest fucking movies. Yeah, ever. I fucking love that movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a, our friendship started with the Grand Budapest Hotel. Go watch yeah. it, and then we'll tell you about it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so kind of like on that note, and similar to like what we've been talking about, like this album. Like I said, all the songs they they're quite varied, yeah. and like bands and you know other other artists and content creators, you can have people that are all over the place, totally, yeah. or like people that uh, are very consistent, or you have people that they have a core theme throughout it, but they mm-hmm. still produce variety. I'm wondering if you think does that cross over to to comedy? Like, do you think it's important to have variety in the in your in your act or do you think is more important to have a consistent voice and like a consistent brand almost now i think it's interesting because like since we've been back um i've been having so much fun just being on stage yeah but i just watched back the tape last night last night it did a spot and um it felt really well the crowd was like hyped and talking amongst themselves and stuff like that and you have to do like a couple things to really like be boisterous and get them to fucking stop paying attention to each other and start paying attention to you yeah and i felt that like i handled that part of it but once um i got there it felt like a good set and everybody's kind of patting you on the back afterwards but when you go back and watch the tape oh i rushed or i did too much and this and that right it's never as good when you watch it back as it feels in the moment oh totally totally but um when i'm thinking about how i'm gonna you know piece my neck set together what i'm gonna take out i think that like my i mean if the joke stands up the joke stands up and it stays Mm -hmm. in but its placement throughout that set is gonna be very different because like the narrative or that structure or whatever like the the way that i can remember that set is that through line yeah that you kind of craft and i'll think like well this just works better here because maybe just a choice of words or like the the topic or the content or whatever. Right. So it's going to go there, but that like none of that, um, like nothing will ever take precedent over, I think like my voice, the way that I do things, because Mm -hmm. I'm just not like a, like a big, like act up. That being said, my, some of my favorite comedy to watch are people who can take chances and Mm -hmm. do kind of do that thing. Like Tyler, like watching him kind of like do like big boisterous act outs and and with his funny face and things like that. Right. You can rely on a lot of things comedically, um, that I, won't yeah. i'm not gonna say can't or whatever but just like don't or whatever because yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't feel, feel right. as comfortable yeah. yeah so i would definitely say that um like you're probably gonna you know you you know you're gonna get some fucked up shit in a, in a likable package i feel like you yeah. know what i mean with me i'm like a pack of cigarettes or whatever right so <laughs> like um if if that's the that's kind of you know what i'm what i'm looking for when i'm doing that what yeah. do you think like would you um are you open to wherever the wherever the joke takes you mm-hmm. or do you kind of you know know that you want to kind of keep everything concise well i mean i know like obviously when i go on on stage i know my my set and where yeah. i'm gonna go but yeah. i try to leave some some because i yeah, like you play around more than i do i too, like yeah. talking to the crowd i think that creates like memorable moments yeah. so i try to leave some room i to, fucking hate it but wiggle. i did it last night and it was the best part of the set exactly yeah. it's yeah. always the best part when if someone has a phenomenal set if they do crowd work and have a 
good interaction with someone in the crowd, that's always the most memorable part because For that's sure. a genuine thing that happened in the moment. Yeah, and especially to that person, like that person that it happened to or exactly, whatever, it's like yeah. for better or worse, you know what I mean? But hopefully hopefully they walk away being like, oh, I was a part of the show or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And so I try to leave room for that. I always, I don't know, because sometimes I feel like, oh, like maybe I should try and like switch, like try and venture into new like topics I wouldn't normally talk about. But then I'm like, if it doesn't like come naturally, then it's not going to sound like me. It's going to sound forced. Yeah. And like, I don't know, because sometimes I feel like, oh, I should try and like write some clean material or be less dark or whatever. But then I'm like, <laughs> it just doesn't. That'd be like, a weird fucking Jackie Agnew. Yeah, act. exactly. Be, be, yeah, it would be fun to see. I mean, like you're con- yeah, but that being said, like you're, you know, like a. Like a, g- a good comic that understands joke writing can fucking do anything within that. Yeah, no, I'm but sure I could. It's up but to I you wouldn't. to want to go and tell those jokes. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Right? Like, what yeah. do you have fun? Like, what makes you hard when you're about to go on stage? Is like, I'm gonna fucking make some. Either heads are gonna roll or eyes are gonna roll. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, like it's the the shock, and like I feel like people almost exp- when they f- if they haven't seen me do stand up, when they see me go up, they probably expect me to be a little more like timid or more light more clean that's why yeah you punch and hard that's, yeah. yeah and that's what i think makes it like more effective is that i'm not that way yeah and like it just doesn't disgusting things come in small it, packages <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know i think um it's important obviously to have like variety in the material you do you don't want to be talking about the same shit over and over sure, and over yeah, again yep. But you also want it to be you and you want it to be your voice and your your brand and, and you don't want to force a topic that you're not really into. No, totally. And I think that the time that we have is so minute right now. There's a lot of comedy shows mm. coming around and like we've been fortunate enough to get on some spots, which is great. But yeah, you know what I mean? The spots are kind of fewer and far between and the and the time that we're getting is pretty limited as well. So yeah, I mean, right now I'm just trying to have fun getting back yeah, out getting there. back on and stage and getting yeah, and tightening c- some shit right taking exactly. old stuff and mixing it with new or whatever and just kind of having fun and 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 getting the moves down again and that's what um that's what's been the the most fun mm-hmm. part about it but i think that um yeah to answer your question there's no there's nothing different that like i would ever do other than yeah like be because it's what's funny to me Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's the shit. Yeah, the, the shit that comes down. Yeah, it's to death you. and like I don't know, trying yeah. to convince everybody that my mom drank through pregnancies or something stupid, right? Like yeah, I just want every exactly. yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which obviously she didn't. I love you, mom. But yeah. it's so much fun to hear gasps from a crowd when people are like, "What?" You know yeah, what I mean, right? Exactly, and that's definitely yeah. the kind of jokes you write because I I prefer those reactions from people. Yeah, like I I like it when people are like shocked because that's yeah. that is comedy. It's like the surprise. Totally, but I I mean, part of me like I wish that I could do like a. I wish know, I could like do like a, like a, a, clean like a tight, five. clean singer yeah. or something like that. Kind of like even like a like a, like a Mark Norman fucking uh, like yeah. TV set or something like a late night set. Like I, that would be great. But at the same time, too, I mean, it, sitting there, yeah. I don't. I have to see something fucked up, and then I need to like kind of web it out and go like where the you know build everything. Mm-hmm. That's the, once the construction of the joke is there. That's the funnest part about it. Yeah. And then knowing that you got one in your back pocket that might. You know, like, like split a room in half is, is way more fun and, and kind of like um like ballsy to tell. Last night when I was in that room, I was talking to Anna and she was fucking we were looking around going like, uh, you know, nothing against like the people that are in the room. But if you look at like how tight the shirts are, how much yeah. gel is in the hair, you know what I mean? Right. Like you can really get a feel for the crowd just by like we're judging books totally. by the cover and stuff. And they, yeah. they were there. They were there to see comedy and they were actually, you know, they were, they were pretty good. But definitely noisy right like had i not yeah gone up there and did everything that i can to get that attention brought back to me and then it would have been a difficult uh it would have been a difficult night but um you know regardless of who is in the crowd and shit like that i think if you're writing as as solid as it can be mm-hmm. then you know even if you don't kill then like you'll still get a visceral reaction i think with like with darker stuff because it either it'll yeah. be like we fucking love you or we hate you and I would rather that than just being like, he was okay. Yeah, exactly. Right? I would rather people have some reaction than yeah. just be like, oh, yeah. whatever. And, like, you get a reaction from, like, the comics and stuff, too. That's why. That's the best part. Going back and seeing like, somebody, like, pull shit and give you a little fist bump yeah, or whatever. That's the best when people part. like, oh, like, I don't know, like, the crowd was shitty, whatever. It's like, well, no matter if the crowd was shitty, there is still definitely a group of comics there. And, like, they're not a shitty crowd. No. 
like there maybe the comics won't laugh at the same the same material that they've heard for if i hear the same joke 13 again, times you're not gonna you're not get gonna laugh, laugh yeah, at it. i'm gonna yeah. be like that's still it's gonna it's a good I joke like the placement like, or how it worked that night or yeah. oh it was cool that you tried or whatever right you can see all the uh, the, the, the yeah manouche, yeah you can kind of tell with how the how the comics react with how you how you actually oh did, yeah but oh yeah but yeah 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 no it's solid i mean um this album coming out after like a seven year hiatus, us coming back to the stage after like, you know what I mean? Seven the seven month, month hiatus, hiatus, right? Like that's kind of cool how that works. Um, mm. What do you think? Like, do you, um, are you going to hit the scenes as hard as, as, as here under protested or <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you kind of see, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think about coming back? Um, I, well, it's super exciting. Obviously. Are you here under protest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, it's really exciting. It's nerve wracking. I found, it's been like two weeks now. I the found adrenaline's back. I couldn't fucking sleep when I got home last night. And I was, it was fine. Like, you know, I had yeah. a couple drinks after the show or whatever, but I was laying there and I was like, it was yeah. to like, you know, one thirty two in the morning just to like land the plane or whatever. It's yeah. The adrenaline is back, right? Yeah, exactly. And I've, I have found over like the, the shows that I've done over the last couple of weeks, I've gotten a lot more nervous than I ever used to get yeah you were yeah you were totally yeah <laughs> like i wild. never got nervous going up uh ever mm -hmm. all for however long we were doing comedy yeah. before covid hit but these last like couple weeks i've you know been getting like butterflies and mm -hmm. like shaky hands and stuff once i'm up there it's fine uh i had a lot of really shaky sets at the start like very very nervous well yeah the yeah. first night my first set back. No, I mean like at that beginning, like I'm a little bit different. I think coming oh, back when we now, first started, like I kind of know gotcha, the material gotcha, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like I, it's so you know, like the, yeah. the the nerves are still there or whatever. But like I think I have a different experience. Like I, yeah. I feel like I kind of knew the moves a little bit already. So like it's a little bit better than mm -hmm. starting out initially. I think um, cause we were talking about this at the bar last night too. I think it's just the combination of. It's not so much not having done comedy for that long. It's not being around people for that for this long. Yeah. And so it's just yeah, like no, it sucks kind of. To then, ki yeah. <laughs> I'm like kind of over it. No, it's cool. <laughs> no, no, know. it's like, been really nice to yeah, like hang out with comics and stuff. But some, but like for the first week, at the end of the night, every night I was exhausted like yeah. so drained totally. from all just overstimulated from and i yeah. loved you know catching up with people and stuff but at a, i fucking hit a wall you know the like, fucking time to go you're like gonna I, need to <laughs> fucking break through that wall jacket well i know but no well i know but that's <laughs> what i'm saying is that that was the harder adjustment for, for me sure. was like getting yeah. back into being so social again it's not the writing it's not the performing it's not anything. yeah it's, it's, it's just it's being it's around so many people yeah. and it's just yeah. very draining for me and like i'm by fine like last night i was totally fine yeah, you're uh, on the show it's easy yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah i think that is th that is why i was more what i was getting more nervous was yeah. just being around that many people again totally totally um but yeah no i'm you know excited to be back uh like the first my first set back I think it, it went well, but even then, because I was on the, the early show and then, then the late show, and even the difference between, like, the set I did, the first set I did earlier in the night, that was my first set back, versus the one I did a couple hours later, that even the difference between those two felt, like, huge. Like, I felt so much uh, more comfortable and yeah. so much more relaxed totally. in that second set. So it's just getting back into the into the swing well, of it, and I felt like too. as yeah, we're only getting a few spots a week here, right? Yeah. Like we'd you know we'd be up like I don't know five times a week before all this bullshit, right? So yeah, well, I mean, right now everyone's kind of kind of going back we're hard, and the beat. people yeah, are gonna bit, for sure. it's gonna yeah. you know mellow out a bit, and I'm yeah. not really mm -hmm. too worried about that. But um, but yeah, no, it's been really good. It's you know it's nice to be able to like do the thing uh, that you feel like is is like your thing again yeah. to be like back and like with all the comics and you know sort of be back in that that uh bunch of cunts and queefs exactly, everybody talking about group, bullshit yeah, yeah the group where you just where i anyways i just feel like i i fit in um and i don't like i don't feel like social anxiety around comics really because i know like 
it doesn't really matter what I say. Well, no, yeah. no, I, I don't know if it doesn't matter what you say. I think that like in, in the that, short in time the that we've been there, like you, judge me. no, you have yeah. the respect to your peers and like everybody's yeah. kind of working together at like at yeah. the same goal, right? Like it's it's an individual yeah. pursuit, but you're in it together, kind of. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean, in that sense, I, right? yeah. I just mean like you don't have to censor yourself around comments. Not you don't have to worry bit, about anything yeah. that's gonna come out of your mouth. Totally. Like they're not gonna think you're a fucking weirdo because we're all you're a racist, sexist, homophobe. Yeah, Jackie's all of the above yeah <laughs> <laughs> hard look into the camera <laughs> take a look down the barrel clip it yeah but yeah no i think it's been good i'm excited yeah. about it i'm excited yeah, to just like keep going and you know get used to it again totally that, yeah totally and i mean what better way to do it than in the summer mm-hmm. what better band to do it with than the swinging utters jackie mm-hmm. um I'm really excited that this uh, this band is now on your radar and going to find its <laughs> way into your playlist because there's... Oh, I made the playlist. 10 to 12 <laughs> others, other albums. I'm going to play you a bunch of Swing and Utters. We're also going to do a little bit of homework for uh, the episode that we're showing tomorrow, which is yeah. uh, going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, is there any other final thoughts on the, on the record here? Uh, no, listen to it. It's very accessible. Like I said, you know very uh it's not like super hardcore punk or anything like that i think like even if i hadn't even if like these last three years hadn't have happened with all of like the the music you've shown me i think Mm -hmm. i still would have liked this right away fantastic yeah that's all i wanted to know um shout out to uh, kyle canane on um uh saint patty's day where he's (laughs) saying you know dropkick murphy's jokes and shit like that and the only reason that Everybody likes Dropkick Murphys because they don't know who Swingin' Utters are. And <laughs> I fucking stand behind that. Um, yeah. Listen to this band and everything else that they do. Um, that means... Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I said Toys That Kill. That's total, That's a very good band, but it's not. It's Toy Guitar. It's mm-hmm. um, uh, Dead to Me, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, Filthy Thieving Bastards. The list goes on and on. Fucking Google them. Check it out. And uh, yeah, swing some Utters. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.